Meanwhile, in Washington, D.C., Mary receives a knock at the door at apartment 227. Sandra, what are you doing here? Hello, Mary. Sandra, did I hear a man in your apartment last night? Oh, you maybe you did hear a man. But maybe you also heard me just making noises because, Mary, I was reading the X-Men comics. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Comic Book Queers. That had to be done because this is episode 227. And who would have thought my impression of Sandra would sound like Paul Lind for some reason? It was fantastic. Hi, I'm Evil Jeff. And with I should have done Sandra Mary. With me is Brett. I know as I was doing it, I'm like, what well, Brett should have done this? But it's already happened. It's too late. Well, there's no place, place like, like home Aww. with your family around you. You're never alone. Do you know how many listeners that are under the age of like 30 have no idea what we're talking about? I, th- I think like one of our three listeners is in his 40s. Yeah. Yeah. 227. Was, the other two are clinically dead. 227 was an amazing show starring young Regina King and Jack A. Mm-hmm. Jack A. Harry, who literally, who later became Jack A. Yes. And, and Marla later, Gibbs, and, and, who was Florence the Maid on the Jeffersons. Yes, Hello. And, Jack and a, sang the theme song. Exactly. And Jack A. was uh, the mom in uh, Sister, Sister. That's right. And Elena Reed, who played Mary's best friend, Rose, was also one of the stars of Sesame Street. I know. That show was wild and out. It was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, it was one of the best shows ever. 227. Uh, episode oh. 227. We have a lot to talk about. So we're going to kind of speed through things because we have comics. We have TV shows. We have hot topics. So we're just going to hit that music. Going. What are you going to pick? Oh, hot topics. Hot Topics, yeah. All right, a, um, a new trailer released. What? New trailer, Paper Girls, coming to Amazon Prime, Paper Girls. Brian got K. Paper Vaughn, Girls. it's interesting, Brian K. Vaughn said he would never, never let Saga be made into a TV show. But he was like, never. Paper Girls, take it. Go take ahead. it. Go ahead Why the last fart? Take it. <laughs> and I will say, tra- uh, Paper Girls, you have to realize, Paper Girls deals with a bunch of... 11 to 12 year old girls in the year 1987. Guess how old I was in 1987. I was 11 years old. So this comic is like literally capturing my age. So everything is my fucking age. As did Stranger Things. Yes. But Paper Girls came first. And also, um, uh, what's it? Uh, What's the... uh, What's the one where they're trapped? The girls trapped on the on the island. Oh, they, they the plane crash. Wasps. No. Ye- Yellow jackets. Yellow jackets. That was yeah. Wasps. High school. Yep. <laughs> Wasps. The Van Dyne. Yellow jackets. That also was our age. So I'm telling you, being in our late forties, that's where it's at. Okay, bitch. Yellow jackets was also where I went to high school. So to I know. okay, you're better than me. I get it, Brett. All right, fine. So I'm better than you. Um, but later in the. Actually, later in this issue, I'm really excited for you to tell me I was super wrong about something. But we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, aren't you excited? <laughs> you're like, okay, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait to tell you your stupid piece of shit. Paper Girls. So paper Girls. This stupid piece of shit saw this Paper Girls trailer. And what do you think, Evil Jeff? I'm, 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 because I love this comic so much, I'm a little hesitant. I love this comic. I'm a little hesitant because... This comic is very epic and long, and they're showing things from like way far into the comic. Way so, later. So I'm very scared. They're like, just, I'm like, are they condensing the entire comic into just like eight episodes or something? So I'm very nervous of like how this is going to pan out. I'm just nervous. Are you referring to like the, the way they go back to like the prehistoric era and she's got creepy crawlies on her? That, but also just the fact that she sees her former self. Yeah, her former like that that our future self. Them seeing themselves in the future does not happen. That came later, it right? Comes yeah. later in the comic, and this looks like it's like a first episode thing. Like it's that's like the premise. Yes, so I'm nervous. Got to get Ali Wong in there. I just don't want like a Runaways 
situation, which <gasps> is also by Brian K. Vaughn. Oh. And that was completely destroyed. So I'm very nervous. Oh, yeah. Crap. Can we can we talk about how Brian K. Vaughn TV shows typically don't work out? Yes. And there's such good comics. I don't understand. That's odd. But shameful. The trailer looks good. But the trailer looks super fun. And, you know, Ali Wong plays the adult version of the main character. And that's fun. And I have high hopes. It looks fun. It looks very 80s. It's like, it looks, the mm-hmm. effects look good. And they're playing the bangles throughout A Hazy Shade of Winter. <gasps> if that's the bangles. soundtrack, come on, bring Oh, my it. God. You love you know, the bangles, should we, should we talk about the bangles now? Because I the bangles also the come bangles. up during Ms. Marvel because she wears the bangle. And as someone who owned many bangles full albums it is so depressing that they only released the songs you know people don't realize every single member of that band was a lead singer and they took turns (gasps) on every song and they only released the songs that Susanna Hoff said girl you are isn't that crazy I swear to god you are like you and I are so on the same wavelength like in life in general not only did you surprise me by saying that you also read the Variance by Gail Simone, which we'll talk about <laughs> later, which yes. I did not expect you to read. But I once called a radio station specifically to bitch them out that they never played the Bengals' follow-up single to Eternal Flame called Be With You mm-hmm. because it wasn't Susanna Hoff singing. It was Debbie Peterson, the yes. drummer, singing. Yes. And I was like, just because – I called and I was like, just because it was 95.5 WPLJ. Just because Debbie Peterson is singing and not Susanna Hoff, you won't play it. You have to play it. And they're like, okay, bye. We'll play it. And they never played it. No. It's horrible. The song was not great. She had a not that great a voice. <laughs> Well, but the other ones, I did like the other singers, though. I th- I like the other songs that the other people sing. Oh, yeah. Like, the songs that Vicky Peterson sang was good. And then Michael Steele, the bassist, had a song called mm. Following that was like, you call me a loser, you call me a traveling that album fool. album was great. And I will it was tell you Bob this. Dylan. Um, what was the first single from that? Was it In Your Room? Was In Your Room? Is that a different album? In Your Room was the first one In from Your that Room. Album. Okay. Oh my so god, I my love cousin, it in your room. My cousin I? Melissa bought that album and she said, There's another song in this, and it's the perfect song to end a movie. So we would just play Eternal Flame. <gasps> it wasn't even what released yet. And so she was just like, oh. All right, so we're gonna play a game. So, and she had this she was a dancer, so she had, her whole wall was a mirror. And she'd be like, Okay, so let's just do the final lines of a movie, and then I'm gonna press the button, and that's like the rolling credits. So so we would be like, we were all like <gasps> What a good idea. And it would just be like, you know what? I think everything's going to work out. And then she'd be like, you're right. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and then we would just sit there. We would sit there in fake slow motion as we pretended Close to Close your eyes. This is what we did before the internet, people. We had creativity. We had creativity. I was a member of the Bengals fan club, by the way. Oh my God, Are you? I wasn't that bad. I had signed 8x10 photos. I had mixtapes. I had recordings of their like holiday mixtape. I mean, I was deep, deep bangles. Yes. And then you think, what? Well, but then if anyone, their most famous work is, of course, Walk Like an Egyptian, which I guess Walk is like probably- Walk Like an Egyptian, which was the album before this one. Yes, but is that racist? Is that album, is that racist now? Is, are we allowed yes. to even sing that song now? No. Okay. All right. So but that's also the one. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. That's also the one with. I don't know, um, but if you want manic, to find all the cops. Manic Monday? They're hanging out in the donut shop. Oh, Manic Monday, written by Prince for Susanna Hello, Hoff. Written by Prince. For Susanna Hoff because he wanted to fuck her. Um, but you know the best song in that album, which was also a single. Mm-hmm. And I walk right down his street with, with a love that I can't hide. Uh, I got one thing on my mind. I'm telling anyway. you right now, Stranger Things brought back um, uh, Kate Bush. Let's hope Paper Girls can bring back the bangles. Bring back the bangles. That shit is good. And also, these people just running up that hill, running up that hill with Kate Bush and Stranger Things. Can you listen to the other songs? Because she has so many other amazing songs. This woman's work. This woman's world. It's not a Maxwell song. Anyway, Paper Girls. Can't wait to see it. But how about we Paper talk Girls. about some X Men? Let's do it. Hit it. 
X-Men. We've got X-Force number 29, X-Men Red number 4, right on the heels of number 3, my god. And then we have Sabretooth number 4. You want to talk about X-Force? Yeah, the bad one. Okay, Evil Jeff, here we go. I'm going to say it. Evil <sighs> No. Oh. You told me issues ago that one of the people that Cerebrax killed was Polaris. And I was like, there's no way that oh, yeah, was Polaris. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what you were and talking about And you were like, later. she's green. And I was like, so what? She has metal powers. There's no way Cerebrax is going to kill her. And it was Polaris. <laughs> <laughs> we learned that this issue. Yes. Um, Sorry, bitch. But you know what? Even though I was right and you were wrong, it still doesn't change the fact that I don't care. Yeah, I love this journey for Quentin Choir, but like they killed him off. Basically, long story short, they killed off Quentin Choir with like with the story that he can't be resurrected because he's been purged from the Cerebro files. We know Quentin's going to be back in some Omega form. Yeah, but I'm sure it'll suck because I still argue that they haven't handled Quentin Choir to my liking this whole run. Um, I do want to say Quinn Choir, like, of course he has to come back, but I hate how now it's this whole entire thing of like, we're going to mm-hmm. kill an X-Man. And, and that was the thing that always was, we're going to kill an X-Man and then they're going to come back to life. And then Krakoa happened and now they're like, well, now it's not interesting anymore. Let's purge the system. Let's have them die on Otherworld. Let's collect a little mini Cerebro with all their stuffs and erase it. We'll get to that later. I... Find yeah, that, I yeah. find all of that just dumb. I I don't know. I it's, just it's it's stupid. Because you're are you really going to permanently get rid of Quentin Choir? No, no. So why are you doing this? I don't. But know. I mean, is that any different from any? Is it any different from any comic book death that happened pre Krakoa? <laughs> you know, like at I least know, the but that's the era nice is thing like, is Krakoa did that, so it's like okay, we can just stop it with it. We can just stop. No, exact. No, that's a great point. It used to be the will they won't they in X-Men is will they won't they fuck. Now the answer is they will because everyone's fucking. And now it's will they won't they find some stupid reason to not be able to get resurrected. And can I just say, how does him killing that Cerebro erase his thing and all the Cerebros? How? Just because? Computers? Just because? It doesn't make, it just doesn't, it's like a hard reach. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make All any right, sense. All right, let's move it's on. Stupid. Fuck you, X-Force. But now it looks like, oh, at least, wait, which one is he dating? Phoebe? Which uh, of the cookies? Yeah, yes. Well, at least now she's like, oh, I do like you. Well, fuck off, bitch. Now you like him? Ugh. I, will, I hope he, when he does come back, he's like, guess what, cunts? I'm fully gay now. I was maybe pan. That's before, what Omega is. And now that I'm Omega and, and you did me wrong, I'm only sucking dick for Fully now. gay. Where is hindsight and the chameleon guy? Exactly. Ben, Ben, Ben Deeds. Ben, Benjamin Deeds. Yes. All right. So X-Force was stupid. Let's move on to Sabretooth. <gasps> yeah, sure. All right. This. This book is incredible. I fucking incredible, love it. But it's making, it's causing a problem. And it's making me not like Krakoa and it's making me feel oh. that Krakoa is turning into kind of a fascist state. Oh, you and like America? I know, but then I'm just like, am I, but I know, and guess who I'm not rooting for? America. Did I celebrate 4th of July? I mean, granted, I saw some of my friends because we had nothing else to do because we were off, but I was not celebrating America. I want to be on Krakoa's side and I'm so not on Krakoa's side and I think Professor Xavier is kind of being evil and I'm like, Listen, it has its flaws, but their hearts are in the right place. Are They'll they? The reason these out. bitches are the reason half these people have been sent to the pit in Sabretooth is bullshit. It's fucked oh. up. Oh yeah, when they go down the list in this issue of what all of our main characters did to get thrown in the Huskow, I appreciated it. You appreciated it, but did it make you I appreciated you feel- the reveal of information. Uh, oh, yes, but it made, but it made so me very mad. mad about Krakoa. Exactly. The worst one is, uh, wait, who's the one that made people stop having uh, babies? Who, who, which one oh, was that? Oh, right, 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 right. Um, 
I was it third eye? I forget. Yeah, I but think it was like, third eye. People are having babies and they're just dumping the baby. I mean, we saw that with Stacy X, where Stacy X was like, I'm collecting the babies, I'm raising the babies. But here it is like we're Krakoa, everyone's just fucking and then shooting out a baby and being like, here, I'm throwing it out. Take it's the it. law. What? I actually who fucking love this. Who are these people doing that? But who are these? Why are mutants acting like like insane people? I don't know. It's bothering me. Um, can we talk about what Madison Jeffries did? Yes, please inform our listeners. He was fucking Danger, who's found in the pages of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And nobody would let him keep her on there. Because the thing he was building for her was a hurting Krakoa. And also, we were saying Danger had a baby. Is Madison Jeffries the father? Right? Well, I mean, but when you're a if robot, anyone's gonna father, can't you just make yourself like a dupe? Like, do you need to have a sperm from a human from a mutant? I mean, who knows what his sperm is like? <laughs> um, it's shaped like a box. Anyway, um, ho, oh, <laughs> but no. Here's the thing. Here's the deal. How about this? Oh. This reminds me of that Star Trek where they accidentally, like, they they stepped on a flower and that they land on another planet and they stepped on a flower and they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Our, that's a death penalty. It's a thing where it's like, you know what you can do? If someone does that, maybe just tell Madison Jeffries, you're banned from Krakoa. If you mess up Krakoa's, like, land, then you're banned from it because it is one of our laws. That seems okay. But no, actually, you know what? We're going to throw you into a pit for eternity and put you into a psychic hell. One punishment, no matter what the crime. That's bonkers. It's it's making me crazy. I will tell you, crazy in a good way. Like, I'm fascinated. I'm very invested in this story. I'm very invested in this, this book. I'm very invested in the characters. But it's also making me want... I want them to revolt against Xavier and put his head on a, on a spike. Which might happen. <sighs> yeah, now you know how Kitty feels. <laughs> Let's move on Professor to X-Men Xavier Red. Is a jerk. Um, yes, let's move on to X-Men Red, which um, we get a reunion of sorts of Black Panther and Storm. Which is, can Storm and Mag- like, and I'll add Magneto in this, like, they, there's no being cooler than them. Yeah. Like, there's just, they are the bossest bitches I have ever the audacity, but I love it. And apparently, Do you understand? I did not realize this was. I think this was more in the in Black Panther and other. But that Gentle is a sleeper agent. Yeah, but, yeah, I knew that from Black Panther. Yes. Um, and, and I don't think like, it was, you think I didn't know. You but bitch? I think I was about to say I don't think it was ever revealed that she knew about it. And so mm-hmm. I think the fact that she just threw out like, "Oh, you think I didn't fucking know?" Oh, and by the way, oh, she's so. By the way, I know you're fucking her. God, she's such a badass. How about this whole issue is about whether or not Zandra should be resurrected after her death in Marauders? And Storm literally pulled an Ozymandias. Oh, yeah. She's like, bitch, it's already we did it 35 there. minutes ago. Yes, it's so... <laughs> Uh, and they're just like, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah. And I really need to be back at this other council because that's a little She said, this could have been an email. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's so bad. The, the one thing that I wish I just want more of is I want the way um, Immortal X-Men is like showing you the inside of of um different characters each yeah i want x-men red to just be inside storm i want more like inner oh. monologue inner dialogue inner yep. workings of storm i don't know i i, I do love that because i want more storm but oh, i yeah, kind of love a- the like she's gonna surprise you with this fucking thing that yes. she said and you're yes. like oh bit oh god damn like you don't know what's in her head she is so many steps ahead of you yeah i love it my thing now is I'm very interested in who, and I know people are like, she's too busy for this, but I think no one is too busy for love. And she is so <laughs> such a badass now. Like not even Black Panther is good enough for her. So I'm very fascinated of like, 
what kind of lover is Storm just going to take some idiot that she can just fucking treat like a piece of meat? Or can she fall in love with someone? She's so amazing now. There's Is there anyone even close enough that could be her equal to date her? Because I want yes. another Storm love story. Yes, and not a I fucking have thing one. where like Storm with Forge where it's like, I was going to say yes. Like none of no. that weak ass There was one man, one man, and she's already been on a date with him. Dr. Doom. Oh shit, that's right. That's the only one. That's the only one worthy. That would be crazy if she starts fucking Dr. Doom. But anyway, I just she's such a badass. I'm now being spoiled and I want more. Because I really feel it has been years since Storm has been given the due that she deserves. If you were as if you were as powerful as Storm and as sexy as Storm. And you can have any man on Krakoa. Who would you choose as your consort? And and but but then what? But am I am I going for personality too, or just like girl? Just I don't know. You're sex. Storm. I'm not Storm. You're Storm. Who would you I pick mean, as your consort? I mean, fuck. You know what? I mean, in a way, I don't know. I do feel like her and Bishop always had something fun going on and he's hot as fuck and he mm-hmm. could handle her energy of like her dealing with all of her energy being mm-hmm. omega level he could just absorb it up he's like shoot that lightning right in my dick good <laughs> i would pick juggernaut <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, this book, the big reveal in it is that the council, what's the council on Mars called? The Araco Council? The Great Ring. The Great Ring is basically like, hey Magneto and Storm, we kind of think you're bullshit. Hey because, Magneto. Yeah, sorry. Because all of our um all of our uh spots are can be challenged based. And then if you get and then mm-hmm. and then you die. And the fact that you guys if can't you reser- die. Yeah you don't really, you're not really one of us. So they brought these little mini cerebros and they're like, these are our backups. Crush. Poof. Gone. So now Storm can die. And she can die. Back. Magneto, Magneto can, can die. die. If, if that's real, I would say make another, make two of these and we'll put these on the side. And if I die, we'll come back. I mean, I feel that, I mean, there's no way, like, how are they going to know? Right. I, like, it could be a paperweight. He's like, you see this? This is a mini Cerebro. Exactly. Like, no, exactly. it isn't. It's literally a bowling ball. So I. So not for one second it's do a I bobblehead. believe... Not for one second do I believe that they cannot be resurrected. However, name an X-Men that has never, ever, ever been killed. I possibly can't. Storm! Oh, yeah. The death was fake. I mean, you can't count. But the But she did death. have a moment where she died. You can't count died. the Roma death, the death where Roma brought them back because. No, I was she, thinking like she came back it, one of uh, the same episode. Same when Nanny and Orphan Maker faked her death. Yeah, that wasn't. And real. we thought she was dead for a few issues. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, but that wasn't that long either. But yeah, no one can fucking kill that bitch. And Ain't I mean, nobody can kill Storm. Bitch, I mean, Amazing Woman. Right, Queen. Queen. Although she doesn't want. Oh that. my god, have you ever seen that? Um, What's her name? Uh, the T.S. Madison. Uh, like, you know who T.S. Madison is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the drag king. There's a viral thing where she's just like, what of a faggot? And someone's like, what? She's like, I mean, queen. <laughs> I mean, queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Also, Rockslide looks like he's joining our team. Yes, interesting. In this book, and the With, other it, thing I is, can't wait to get to know this new oh, wrong slide is what they wrong call. slide, oh. but wrong slide is also like I actually want to die on Otherworld again, so I come back as a brand new person. I actually kind of love this brand new new thing that I am. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is fascinating. I want to know more. <sighs> really good. Should we move on to other comic books? You got to get a comic. You gotta get a comic if you wanna get a hit. So we both read something together, but you read something I did not. I read She-Hulk number four by Rainbow Rowell. How's that going? 
It's good. It's you know, like Rainbow Rowell is very invested in relationships and takes the time to let to let relationships breathe. That said, this so far four issues. It is it is one long conversation with Jack of Hearts. Oh, it's still going with Jack of Hearts. So she's got some action. Not yet. She's got some action. Did they? I don't remember. These issues come out so far apart. Um, she has some action with. They keep like, once in a while. Titania will show up, and she'll be like, "I want to fight. I'm bored," and so they'll fight. And then that fight introduced the thing. He witnessed it, and he got intervened, and so the thing was in it. But then a good half of the issue is Jen walking down the street with Jack of Hearts, talking. And it's more of like, I don't know who I am. I don't know about my powers. I will say I do um, love that. But if it's four issues, then you do need to have the right balance of like some action. And- yeah. And that's not that's not to say it's it's not that lopsided into the world of this relationship. But this relationship is very prevalent in the book. I mean, they are really in, investing in the relationship between Jen and Jack of Hearts. This one's kind of different in that. She has, for the first time, she takes on her Jennifer Walters form mm-hmm. when having kind of a heart-to-heart, pardon the pun, with him. And it's a little unsettling for him at first because it's a very different vibe. You know, I'm talking to Jen Walters and it is talking to She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. But eventually he gets past it and the issue ends with a cliffhanger of somebody evidently from Jack's past finding him. You don't see who the person is off camera saying, Jack of Hearts, I found you. Is it, but that's where we land. Is it like a shadowy? Can you like make out who it is? No, no. But I think it's somebody from the space capsule he escaped from right. on whatever planet he escaped from. What's interesting is the beginning. Another break from the relationship is Jen. You know, we also cut to Jen's career, and so she's She-Hulk trying to um, get her attorney career back into full motion, and she's got a number of superheroes who. Um, ben Grimm sent over and she was like, Ben, my boss doesn't want me to take on superhuman cases. He's like, well, that's unfortunate because I might have told a few people that you would help them. And in her office are all the heroes who need representation from her. Who is it? Who are they? And I'll go through the list. It's Sam Wilson, Captain America, Moon Knight, um, Spider-Woman, Wong, Nova, and it looks like young Nova, Shang-Chi, Reed Richards, I think this is Karnak from The Inhumans, and finally, Kurt Wagner. For some reason, I knew it was going to be Nightcrawler if there was going to be an X-Man. And I want to say, I feel like Nightcrawler between this and the damage control cover of an upcoming damage control issue, I want to say that Nightcrawler's being introduced into more mainstream MCU stuff. Love it. Because he does have an iconic look, and I think it's smart for Marvel to kind of put him in more stuff because he's just a very distinct-looking character. Yes. Who's cool as hell. Now that he's not, but then it's like, but is he going to have that his crazy spark religion shit talking about it all the time? That's the other piece that I love about this, is like, no. Good. (laughs) He's not. He's... He's just, I just like want Nightcrawler swash- 101. Excalibur, swashbuckling swordsman can charm the pants off of every anyone. I love the fact that he is covered in blue fur, yet every woman wanted to fuck him when he was like, hey, baby. Because he's so up? charming yes. and sexy. Oh. Mm. And it's also so cute. So she's got a really small office. She's like, everyone get in here. Nobody can see you here. Everyone get in here. And so they're all like crowded in her office. And so Kurt's hanging from the ceiling to make room. <laughs> it's Kurt. Oh, that's cute. It's cute. It's a cute book. There's another book called Variants. And I was just kind of like, I saw all of these women on the cover. And I was like, is that Jessica Jones? And then I look closer. I'm like, oh, they're all Jessica Jones. They're all variants of Jessica Jones. This is a Jessica Jones story called The Variants by... Queen of Twitter herself, Gail, Gail Simone. Gail Simone. And I will say, Gail Simone, um, what other Marvel... She, I, She's more known for DC things, I feel. What other Marvel... She wrote another Marvel thing with like... Domino. Domino. That was the other one that she did. Right. Deadpool. Yes. 
Deadpool, I feel like that's that's what I associate her with yeah. in Marvel. Um, I just most recently I remember there was the Domino and Diamondback, isn't that the? And then it was, and who was the third one? It was like three women. Yeah, it was um, Outlaw. Outlaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this brings up a very interesting, uh, and I think this might have been like her pitch, because the Purple Man is gone. However. What if the purple man tells you to do something 10 years from now? And so it puts this spark Damn. of something of like, you don't know if he tells you, oh, on this date in the future, you're going to do this. So even if he's dead, even if he's gone, that th- there still could be things that you could be forced to do later on. And that is the case of the person who he kidnapped beforehand. What was her name? Oh, I forget, but she's like ten. Then ten years later, another suggestion. And he purposely did it on the anniversary of when she when he released her, so that she would know. Yeah, I fucking did this to you, and had her basically murder her family. And so now Jessica's like, is like, fuck, am I? Is that my anniversary is coming up too? What the fuck am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Oh, I find that very, very, very like, oh, that's good. That's good. Very fascinating. Yes. Very good. I, I feel like does this this story is pre her marrying Luke Cage because in the beginning she's prepping for her wedding. Yeah. But did, that happened a while ago, right? In New Avengers, they got married. So this is kind of a flashback story. We also don't really see. Or did that do we wedding see get... the baby? So we don't see how old the kid is. Yeah. No, I think this is this is from years ago. Probably. Um, the thing that seems now, now it looks, she ends up running into another Jessica Jones in her own apartment, but I, I don't think it's her apartment. I think it's the other, just, I think she's in the other world. It feels like it. Yeah. It feels like she is like, that is very much. Cause there were other, a few lines where people are like, apartment. Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, that's weird. And I was like, she's not in the right universe. I caught on to that exactly. very early. So I think she's the variant. In this new, but then we have a we have a third variant show up at the end, and it is a variant of Jessica Jones taking on the mantle of Captain America. So fascinating, interesting, wild, love it, interesting, unexpected. And well, there's no place like home. The name of the Jessica Jones on Disney Plus. It's oh, now called it? AKA Jessica Jones. And so people It always was. It was? It always was. Oh. oh, I thought that was new. It was a no, it was a way to nod to Al Alias. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. Never I thought mind. that was like something new and it was like, oh, they're like updating it. And they're oh, I wish there was something new when it came to Jessica Jones on Disney Plus. You hear me, Kevin? I want no one if they're not gonna bring Jessica Jones back, can you bring back um, the B in, in Apartment Twenty Three. Yeah, can she be that character? That is that is one of the most underrated shows I've ever made. It's so. Good. If James Vanderbeek can play himself in that show, then she, then Kristen, what's her name, Ritter, can play the girl from Apartment B. In you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't trust the B in Apartment Twenty Three. The girl from Apartment Twenty Three in the MCU. Oh. Because that she could probably beat everybody. Oh, absolutely. All powerful. All right. Do we have any other comics to talk about? No, but we've got some TV. All right. Hit it. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. Um, before we talk about things we both watched, I want to talk about a new thing that is out. Oh, dick me down. Um, as you know, I'm always uh, watching a good K-drama for some romance. Sure, they do sure. the romance pretty damn good. Well, on they Netflix, do. and I will say there also is a chi- there's a Chinese um, uh, BL, sort of BL, kind of romance, because in China, you know, with all of their laws against gay people, they kind of had to, like, take the explicit, like, actual making out and stuff, but it's gay. And it's called The Untamed. And there's there's a genre called cultivators, like cultivation. Okay. And basically it's our version of like wizards and witches. 
But in China, they call it cultivators. So it's like people that have access to magic powers. And okay. I don't know if, if if it's if it's only in China or if it's been in Japan and Korea too. But Korea, this this new show is called Alchemy of Souls, and it takes place in a very like Game of Thrones mythical Korean world from the past where people have access to magic, and uh, and it's very similar. Instead of saying cultivators, they're called mages. And okay. and the mages, instead of being, and it's also a little bit Avatar, Last Airbender, where instead of mm-hmm. it's water, fire, earth, and and air are the different powers. Elemental, but but anyone can access anything. It's kind of like the levels. The more powerful you get, everyone basically can start at water, and then you move up to air, and then you move up to fire, and then you move up. To oh, earth. and um, oh, Earth is last. Yes. And well, it hasn't even been mentioned, so I'm just assuming it's last because I feel like it should be first. Well, I don't know, but I think that's like actually it's dirt. the earth, like it's dirt. tectonic plates or something. I don't know. Mm, anyway, that dirt. part hasn't even been discussed yet. But in this, they more separated into spring, winter, fall, and summer. Oh, fun. And so, like the seasons. Yeah. So the people, so the different families are like, oh, these are the people from the spring and the spring, they're the ones that are the sorcerers. And then, and then the people of the summer, they use their magic as warriors. And then the wind, you know, so they're all this is going on. So there's four families. And uh, it basically starts off, there's just some badass girl. It's called Alchemy of Souls. And in it, the worst type of magic you can do is literally switching your soul with another person. So like if you're dying, if you're dying, you could just, oh, you look healthy and I'm going to put my soul into (gasps) this young person so I can kind of live forever. And it's considered like evil magic. Basically, this badass girl who's like an assassin and no one can mess with her and no one can stop her. She gets mortally wounded in a fight. And she has the last, she's like, oh, I need to put my my soul into somebody. Ah, you. And she accidentally puts her soul in a blind girl who's like super, okay. this super weak blind girl. And she's able to now see again because she took her over, but she's so weak. She can't like use her powers at all. So she's like, fuck, I'm this badass sorcerer and I can't do anything. And so, of course, she ends up... Uh, Still is like, so it's her, this weak ass former blind girl pretending to be blind, but she's secretly an assassin, basically trying to get revenge on these families that killed her family, like that killed her, uh, her parents. And of course, this sounds insane. Yes. And of course she ends up meeting, there's one guy that doesn't have access to his powers because his dad hated him and was like, when he was born, he's like, you can't use your powers. And he's like, hey, can can people unlock my powers? And everyone's like, no, your dad said no. And he's like, fine, I'm going to find that evil assassin woman and I'm going to have her unlock my powers. And so he ends up meeting. Do they fall in love? And so he meets her and he's like, hey, guess what? I'll help you get your full powers back if you unlock my powers and let's like team up. And so they're like kind of falling in love. They hate each other, but they also are falling in love. Oh, then you love it. And because she's like a blind concubine, he hires her as his maid because he's like, like one of the rich, like one of the rich mage families. So she's mm-hmm. his maid, but he's she's also secretly his master in training him of how. So Jesus. So when they're just together, the two of them, she's like training him, and he calls her master. But as soon as someone walks in, she calls him master Ooh. because he has to pretend she has to pretend to be his maid. So it's very, and then they're That's like erotic, and then they're very like turned on by each other, but they also hate each other, and then they secretly want to fuck. It's fun. I will say this. I'm about four or five episodes in and it's super fun. It's super fun. It's on Netflix okay. too. Anyone can watch it. Nice. All right. Um, you watch anything on Disney plus? I watch something called Ms. Marvel. What a great episode. I thought. Yeah. Cause she's now in uh, Karachi. Karachi in Pakistan. And this is where I was like, Ooh, this is fun. This is where there's like there's just tons we're, of fighting. We're globe trotting. Yes. There's action. There's history. There's family drama. I actually thought one of the best parts of this episode was seeing Kamala's mother in the role of daughter, um, with Kamala's grandmother, who they go visit in Karachi after the grandmother called her and said, "I just had the same vision you had of the train." And this is where I was complaining the last time. Like, it doesn't make sense why she's not telling the mom. <laughs> and here the mom is like telling the grandma, yes. you're crazy. You're selling oh, all you're these crazy conspiracy stories. Theories. I don't believe anything. And you're like, 
Oh, the, she's been hearing this the whole time. So that's why she's not telling the mom. That's why she shuts it down. So every time uh, yeah. I bring up a thing I'm, that's bothering me, they address, they address it. it in the next um, episode. So, yes, yes. But a lot of great action as the clandestine track Kamala to Pakistan after breaking out of um, damage control. Yes. Custody, which I can't believe damage control can hold people in custody, but okay. <laughs> they track Kamala down. Kamala is, she meets up with an organization called the Red Daggers and she meets a sexy boy and his master. Who is also extremely sexy. Who is also a very sexy man. Anyway, I, I will say though, but it was like, oh, but who, there was sexual tension between her and him. But then I was like, oh, wait, but what about, what about the guy back home? Is there going to be a love triangle? Bruno. Oh, Bruno's just a friend. No, no, no. The daughter, uh, the son of uh, Najma. Um, oh, um, um, Cameron. 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 Yeah. Oh, but that's what I forgot about Bruno. Leaf. This bitch, everybody wants to have sex with her. I everybody know. wants to get with her. Damn, who's she I gonna know. choose? I see, I want I want more. I want more. I, I of course, you know, I'm never happy. I, I was like, because I'm like, there's not enough action, and then I'm like, there's all action. Where's the romance? <laughs> Here. Here's three. Oh my god. I wanted that she decides to have a threesome, and then the mom walks into her. And, and, <gasps> Totally. And joins. Ew. Stop. I love Come on. You took it enough. too far with incest. It's a wholesome show. <laughs> I took it too far. Uh, it's great. And everyone there, in the show is, is great. Is there only one episode left? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, these are just two. No, maybe two. Maybe two. Because it says it's only six episodes. That was episode four. That was episode five. Yeah, there's only one episode. Four. Left. No, that was four. That was, was four. four. Oh, there's two. So there's two left. Okay. It still feels like I don't know. These things can be ten episodes. I do feel they get rushed. To I the would end. love it. I know. They're I thought that about Moon Knight. Next one. Yeah. What is the next one? They gotta. They gotta work on that She-Hulk. She-Hulk. They gotta work on that She-Hulk CGI. They gotta fix that shit. Shit. What if that ruins the whole shit. entire show? I worry it might. I worry about what's next. We have She-Hulk with the shitty CGI, and then we have Wakanda Forever with, you know, those problems. What are the problems with Wakanda Forever? Letitia Wright, right? Oh, right. And her anti oh, wait a minute. We didn't so, like, bring that up in the set. Hot Topics. What? The bat. They were releasing Oh, Namor. <gasps> oh, my God. Tanakh Huerta. He looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh, are they giving Namor like an Aztec bent? I don't know, but I'm here for it. I, and we all know what Namor the is. Earrings Namor look is it. the first mutant. I mean, I do. So, but I do have yeah, a feeling, just like Kamala is an Inhuman, right? I know, but that's. I have a feeling it'd be much easier to make him not a mutant. But it would be nice if they did. I mean, I'm still convinced they set up Agatha and Wanda to be mutants. Uh, they're doing that shit implicitly all yeah, over the it's, place. It's everywhere. I mean, even the other uh, uh, when Madripoor showed up in um, uh, which one did Madripoor Falcon. in Falcon? You're just like maybe mutants, maybe not, maybe mutants, maybe. <laughs> just give uh-huh, us the they're mutants. There somewhere. Just give us the mutants. Anyway, this show's fun. It's not going to be for so long. Yeah, this show's great. I also watched the and then the, the boys. boys. How does that? How do you follow up Herogasm? Well, with a grounded episode that gets in the heads of our main characters, yeah. Using a psychic to kind of make Butcher walk through his memories to give us a little bit more insight around Butcher. Depressing, depressing childhood. <laughs> depressing childhood, depressing choices. Choices. Bad, bad. Um, but then we also we learn a lot more about um, Kimiko and how she wants to get her powers back because she wants to actively have the ch- make the choice rather than have it be done to her. And she feels their lives are so dangerous. And that they're always going to be chased after that. She's like, I need to be able to protect she, you. I have to be able to fight. Also, have they, are they officially together? 
It's really weird how they kissed and they had that weird. So we're talking about Frenchie and Kimiko. They had that weird reaction because they said, that's not us. We're more than that. So to me, they landed on family rather than boyfriend, girlfriend. But there's still sexual tension between them. Or am I, I just unable to or, see people? I just don't buy when a really hot girl and a really hot guy meet that they're right. like, we're brother and sister. That doesn't make they're sense. They're like, we're, they landed on like, we're better than having sex with each other. What's I'm like, be- there's a better? Yeah, exactly. That's not, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? All right. So she gets her powers back. And then we also find out the big reveal at the end. Well, before that, we also get the history, not only the background history of Butcher, we also get Black Noir told through cartoon. Told through hallucination of cartoon characters on the walls. And what was that, a pizza shop that he? I think so. Grew up in, used to hide out in. But what a horrible, he had a horrible life too. He had a horrible life, and he was ultimately humiliated and scarred by Soldier Boy, who, this was insane, who made sure that Black Noir did not get the lead in Beverly Hills Cop. That's so funny. Which was great for Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Or would he be, wait, who was the other person? Was it Judge Reinhold? Who was the other person in Beverly Hills Cop? Judge Reinhold was in, yeah. Maybe he was going to be Judge Reinhold. No, I'm pretty sure he would have been Axel Foley. <laughs> he would have been Bronson Pinchot, the gay guy, the gay character. Mm-hmm. Or Damon Wayans, who goes, go ahead, take those bananas. <laughs> anyway, his you basically see Soldier Boy is just as bad as Homelander. Soldier Boy is just as bad as Homelander. Yeah, so what are we going to do? Use Soldier Boy to kill Homelander, and then we got a Soldier Boy problem. My thing is, well, at least he can't shoot lasers out or fly. Like, that's, to me, that's huge. But it doesn't matter, because now he's discovered that Homelander is his child, is his son. Soldier Boy sure does call Homelander and go, hey, guess what? I'm your dad. Okay, bye. And that makes, so. but I'm very interested. It did not look like Homelander was happy about that. No, so do you th- God no. So I, but it is interesting of like, Homelander does tend to always look for mother figures, father figures. He's looking for meaning. I'm curious if he's going to reject this or accept this. I don't think Homelander can accept anything that's hard to accept. Yeah. I will tell you this, though. The actor who does Homelander, he's really good. He's fantastic. Like, I will say the whole, the Maeve, like, when he had the thing, the conversation with Maeve, and Maeve sees that he's bruised, where she's like, this is one of the best days of my life. Like, she fucking read the fuck out of him, and he just was like, (laughs) Yeah. But he wants to scoop out her eggs, which we don't love. Gross. Gross. Need him to die next week. I know. Season finale next week. We'll be talking about that and a certain uh, Chris Hemsworth movie coming out as well. But first, we've already had a finale. One that we've waited for with bated breath. Of course, we're talking about Paper Girls, but with boys. Stranger Things. What'd you think, Evil Jeff? I liked it, but I feel like they they kind of... I feel it started off stronger than it ended. I agree. I They they really, to me, Lord of the rings did at the end. I was like, okay, is it over? No, we're, there's 30... How is there 30 minutes yeah, left? Yeah. And I will also say this. I really thought that um, Winona Ryder, like her Joyce and Hopper's story... Like that they would make it back and play. Like, I felt like I was like, why? Why was that? Story? I, why was that? I ha- story? Yeah. I do have to say, though, there was something that was very seven soldiers of victory to me. I'm citing that old Grant Morrison um, limited series or maxi series but, from but, but, the early okay, 2000s. But, still, but what did they do by killing that thing? How did that help? That weakened. Vecna, but, but so that, that like uh, since it's a hive mind, you know, like but they, they were no. I need to, I it. need something more because it still looked like 
that 11 would have had that breakout comeback and then shoot him off. Sure. Like it needed to be. But that that's what was Seven Soldiers of Victory of two. Like you had to kind of ascertain, like you had to like infer what their contribution was. I don't want to as infer in all- this show. I needed to be shown to me, god damn it. But I did like that they were all in the same fight, but in different locations. I really, really liked See, that, I just feel that it wasn't the same fight. Thing. It wasn't the same fight. It felt a little... Yeah. It needed to be more like, oh, if we kill this thing, it will unleash that smoke monster, and then that will... Like, then all of Vecna's... Right like tentacles will will disintegrate like i needed to see a point a to point b like reaction you know what i mean action reaction yeah which I you did needed not somebody see. to stumble upon a film strip in a lab <laughs> at some point where they're like the way to kill vecna well or, but i know but more just something that showed that what they were doing joyce and hopper had an effect mattered. to the kids and mattered sure because right now i feel that their whole plot line could have been done in like one, it could have been an email. In one separate episode by itself, it could have been an email. Yes. Are you okay? So and so that just kept annoying me. So I'm like, why? This is pointless. This is pointless. I don't care. And then in the end, this is my other thing. They only will. They only will kill people that weren't in the first season. I will say this: all the talk of like, there's going to be a big death this season. Don't nine oh two one own me, where you're like. Oh, this episode, somebody's going to die. And it's Brian Austin Green's friend with the cowboy hat. Come on. Oh, especially. You might oh, think it was going to be I, like I a Tory spelling. I watched 90210 and they put up the poster and they're like someone from the original 90210 cast members died. He's going to die. And you're like, well, there's that dude. And it was him. It was Scott. He was in the poster. You're like, he's nobody. Of course it's going to be him. What do you think? We're stupid. Of course it's him. You think we're stupid? But I will tell you. And that's what they did with Eddie Munson. And I this. loved it. I love Eddie Munson. He's super sexy. Him. Anyone where, where you look at it, it's like it's so but, cute. But you're looking and you're like, why do why do I want you to rail me? Like you don't understand. Yeah, it. I hate this hair. I hate this look. But I want it all. I want but it. I want all. you to rail me. But I will tell you this. That's another one. His death was for no reason. It was for no reason. It was so like he could like shoo the bats away. It like, was shoo the bats away. The, they only needed to shoo hide. the bats away for them to get but into his whole the thing house. Was like, so they were in his the whole house. thing was like I ran away. I ran away. I ran away. I keep running away. I'm like, bitch, yeah. yeah guess what, do you, what? what else you could also do? You slit your throat right there and it would have the same end result, you dummy. It just made no sense. Like, look, I'm a hero. No, you're not because they already got in the house. So you did that for nothing. Yeah. You did it like, for look, no reason. I loved it. That- I loved this. It was the Nightmare on Elm Street season. It was so, like, I loved it. It tied everything together. It introduced us to like the Lord of the Upside Down. Great. I do feel like the Duffer Brothers was like, oh, Netflix, you want 19 hours of content? Um, Sure, yeah. we can do that. Things that were good, I really liked the whole L, Max, Vecna fight scene. The whole that part awesome. where you see her legs start to get broken, I'm screaming. That All of that I was invested into. That part was crazy. And now Max is like in a coma. I really thought, and then she did die and did open up the gates and I was freaking out. And then Elle was able to bring her back and is not telling anyone that, cause I guess, just she has she ever done anything like that before? No shit. So I was like, oh, she has like healing powers or resurrection powers, something. Yeah. That's crazy. But I want to get into, I want to get into what, who the real star of the final season is going to be. Will. Will did you notice Absolutely. that did you notice that end shot when they look up and see kind of the gates like opening and all the clouds coming out and they're all staring mm-hmm. in the field did you notice what was going on with Will no he had blood running down his nose yeah <gasps> Will has the powers of the upside down exactly he is holding back powers and I think the and- gay thing is a ruse the thing that he's keeping secret oh, is that he is has that powers. Oh, no. Can it be both? Well, of course it's going to be both. But then it's going to be like, what? Oh, we thought you were gay. And he's like, oh, I am gay. <laughs> oh, I am gay, but I also have powers. <laughs> oh, yes. But I do, like, if Will does wind up being gay and coming out, I do love the pace at which they're going with him. You know, I mean, that speech... 
Yeah. It, that's very. People are getting angry being like, it's so fucked up. Or then other people are like, well, it's the 80s. No one was gay in the 80s. I'm like, there's a fucking lesbi- out lesbian character. What are you talking also, about? Also, right, exactly. Also, it's like, it's called storytelling. Like, let it, <laughs> let it take its time. Also, as someone who was growing up in that time, it is not an easy place to come out to. <laughs> I came out exactly. 10 years Indie later. Fucking and it was, yeah, Anna, it's no. still not easy yeah, to come that. out in Indiana. Yeah. Also, though, Mike, how did you not notice that Will just started sobbing immediately after? Because Mike <laughs> is the worst. Him. Mike is the worst. Mike's my favorite. What? Mike's my favorite. He's the Cyclops. Oh, that's why. Because I don't give a shit about Cyclops. No. Uh, he, I love Cyclops. Oh, my God. Dustin, Lucas, Will. Mike is like at Dustin. the bottom. He is at the why bottom. Why did Dustin... Dustin like broke his ankle. That was his whole thing at the end. Like, oh, and then he's limping everywhere. I'm like, why? Why did we do that? So we care about Dustin. Well, he did. He did more than Mike. Mike was just like, look, I made Mike's you some cool pizza box glasses. Mike's the one who's like, I love you. Oh, I Come on. Did uh, give her the I love you. But at the same time, I was like, you can do better. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife was crap. Yes, but I liked it. Joe, my partner, oh, I never saw not it. so much. Joe, my, my fiance does not like a lot of stuff, and it sometimes it does. Um, like he does, he hates Ms. Marvel. <laughs> and so as we're watching, he's like, "That was a horrible line. This is horribly written." I'm like, "We just, just let me watch oh. it. Let me just watch it." He's like, "This is directed." My husband, really I'm like, shut up. My husband, lo- <laughs> I know my husband likes Miss Marvel because we we're. I was watching. He had not seen it, and I wanted to watch it again so I could be fresh. And he got up to the bathroom and goes, "Can you pause it?" I was like, "Ah, oh, oh yeah, the sign oh, that yeah. he likes a show." <laughs> oh, that's the worst when you are like, "Oh, I want to show you this movie." And you play and then, a movie, and then they're like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And you're like, can I pause I it? And they're like, no. And then I'm like, you're no. fucking dead to me, it's the piece worst. of shit. It's worse, but he was like, can you pause it? That's I was good. like, yes. You sucked his dick mm-hmm. later. I did. And also, do you know what else? Speaking of Joe and my husband, um, when I visited you, you and I recorded, and we came outside, and Joe and my husband were watching Love on the Spectrum. <laughs> When I tell you we watched that whole motherfucking season. Uh, yeah, that I love the animated the animation girl. Oh my god, she knows what she wants. But she doesn't. But, but she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. I know. Because she was just her whole thing was like, I just want someone that likes animation. Like she literally was like, I want someone who likes animation. And then every she met that thing. guy. And then she met that guy who was so sweet. But then and then and she, so cute. But then she was like, No, I'm gonna like, go back I'm to the sexy guy. To I'm gonna go back to the sexy yeah. guy. Oh, that show is stressful. But it is funny where I will say after watching that show, I have encountered a few people that are not so nice and have later used, well, I kind of have Asperger's. That's why I'm mean. And I am like, I don't know. I've met people on the spectrum and they are all the nicest people in the entire world. Right. So I think you being an asshole does not mean you're on the spectrum. I think it just you're means just you're an, an asshole. asshole. <laughs> They're all so sweet and nice. I loved everyone on that show. Yeah. Oh my God. I loved everyone on that show. I love the Renaissance Fair guy. Oh, because he him. was still really nice, but he acted like he hated everything. But he was deep down like super. But sweet. he was so nice. He'd be like, "Oh, come you on, mom! All right, I'll do it." In his element, <laughs> you saw him in his element at the Renaissance Fair, and he was like, he he played along. Like he was in on every joke. He played every game. It was so fun to watch. I know, but in the end, the girl was but, like, "Yeah, I'm not attracted to." You. <laughs> I'm not attracted to. Oh, it's so heartbreaking. Her loss. Also, what was what's my favorite guy's name? Sabud. The one that got together with Rachel. Yeah. And when he was like, would you be my girlfriend? And she said, of course. Forget <laughs> it. Forget it. I started sobbing. The whole family did. When they came in and announced it, the whole family started to cry. Oh, I can't. Uh, I'm so happy for them. Anyway, I think that's okay. it. Now that we're talking about Love on the Spectrum, I think we went through all yeah, the shows. Yeah, I think we're done. Shows. Oh, that was a lot. That was a lot. Well, that was a lot, that Robin. Was the, Have you seen that, thing? that was the no. 
there's just like a meme of just like this woman, <laughs> this woman just starts it like she's like mad about she doesn't want this woman to do her hair. And I think it's based on racism. Like it's like the person to shampoo her hair was like Asian or something. And she's yeah. like, I don't want to yeah. do it. And then she's like, well, no, what are you talking about? And then she ends up hitting the hairdresser. Oh, I have And the hairdresser this. was like, that was a lot, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Oh my god! So now I just keep saying that all the time. That was a lot. That was a lot, bro. (laughs) Okay, enough. Why don't you wrap? Robin does not deserve. Take us out. This. Well, everybody, I thank you for listening to our conversation about the comic books that we read this week. Um, If you read comic books, I need to slap a warning label on wherever you would feel comfortable. Allowing me to touch you. Because if you read comics, well, that makes you queer. And that is our warning to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.